You're listening to WEHC 90.7 FM, and this is Art Speaks, a program presented by the William King Museum of Art. I am Lakin Bridges, Director of Higher Education at WKMA, and will be the host for today's episode. For those of you who are unfamiliar, WKMA is an art and culture museum in Abingdon, Virginia. You can learn more about everything that we do at williamkeenmuseum.org. Today, we are talking about our New Visions program. This is a program specifically for emerging artists, and it takes place in Art Lab, which is the educational facility adjacent to the museum on the William King campus. The New Visions program is an emerging artist residency program that gives awardees studio access, teaching experience, and or professional development sessions, as well as an exhibition in Art Lab. In the New Visions program, we look for artists who are technically proficient in one or more studio focuses, who are engaged in responsible and environmentally conscious art making, such as working with non-toxic or low toxic materials, working with recycled materials, et cetera. We look for artists who are experienced in technical and arts-based research, artists who are committed to an imaginative and rigorous studio practice, and artists who are forward-thinking and invested in the world of contemporary art and craft. New Visions is in its pilot year, and we have had two New Visions artists with Art Lab thus far. Our first artist was Kobe Ratliff, who was a resident last year in the summer of 2021, and he'll be on a future episode. And our second artist is Calliope Strap, who is here with me today. How are you, Calliope? So glad to have you here. I'm great. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to speak with you about your work as an artist and at Art Lab. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I am a sculptor living in East Tennessee. I graduated from ETSU in 2018 with a Bachelor of Fine Arts uh, with a focus in ceramics. And since then, I have been working on my art and pottery. That's awesome. So I take it that working with clay is your medium of choice. Um, What about clay do you really enjoy? Why did you choose that over other media? While I love all sorts of mediums and trying new things. Uh, Clay is so versatile and forgiving. So I really enjoy working with it because I can make small intricate pieces or I can make large sculptures out of the same material. And I think that's wonderful. That's so cool. I have um, stopped in the studio a few times to see you work and I don't have a lot of experience with clay, but it just seems like a really satisfying process to, to have your hands Um, working with this malleable material, the endless creativity comes from working with clay. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So what is a fun fact about your media or your process? What is something about clay or the process of ceramics that um, maybe some of our listeners may not be familiar with or may not know? So everyone is aware of the regular electric kiln. It's basically an oven that you put your pottery into and it comes out and it's, it's cooked. But uh, something a lot of people don't know is that there are actually several different um, atmospheric and different types of firings to do from gas kilns to wood firing or even digging a hole in your backyard and building a fire on top of it. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I've, I've heard of some of these other processes like um, Raku firing. 
I, I know that at Art Lab, you're working with the electric kiln. Um, we have a scut kiln. What other methods of firing have you experienced uh, in your time as an artist? During my time at ETSU, my professor, Lindsay Rogers, really pushed us to experiment and try different types of firing methods. During her time at ETSU, she's really renovated the whole space and introduced a lot of different uh, techniques. We got to not only fire with a wood kiln, but we got to completely rebuild it from scratch. And that was a really awesome experience. We also had two gas kilns at ETSU. One is just a regular uh, cart kiln and the other is a soda kiln where you add soda ash into the firing and it creates a really cool glazing on the outside of the pieces. So yes, I've had experience with several different types of firing. That's so cool. I'm just, uh, I'm so impressed by and fascinated by um, ceramics. I'm always excited to hear all the different methods that are used with the process. So maybe a few of us um, who have art degrees jumped into it (laughs) uh, on a whim, but I would say uh, a lot of us who have art degrees kind of started out at an early age, uh, working with our hands and being um, kind of visually creative people. So have you always been a hands-on creative type of person? And can you tell us a little bit about maybe one of your um, earliest creative ventures working with clay? Yeah. So my mom has always said that she put a paintbrush into my hand before a pencil. So (laughs) I have always been uh, hands-on and creative. Now I did have a few experiences with clay in school, but my first clay project, I really remember when I was 13, I was really into drawing anime and I had a lot of how to draw anime books. And my mom had just bought a block of clay for our arts and crafts room. And I stayed up all night one night and sculpted this fairy lady coming out of a wood stump from the anime book. And Um, In the morning, I showed my mom. She was so excited. I took a couple pictures. And then before I knew it, it broke apart because I didn't know how to use clay. Um, But that was my first experience with um, something sculptural in clay that uh, came out pretty cool. That's a really exciting uh, first project, even though in the end was maybe not, (laughs) you didn't get the results that you wanted. really ambitious to just jump into it um, in an early stage, which tells me that you deal with failure really well, or else you, or at least you have grown to deal with failure um, really well. So I would imagine with ceramics working in this field, because there are so many variables with firing and with drying out clay and fusing clay together, along the way, there are many areas where failure could occur. So how do you deal with failure as an artist? And for our listeners who maybe struggle with perfectionism or who have anxiety around making art or who are new to um, even the clay process, what can you share with our listeners regarding uh, dealing with failure in the creative process? Well, first I want to say that Dealing with all the failure has not helped my perfectionism at all, (laughs) but, um, you know, art really is a skill and that goes for any medium that you work in. So in a material like ceramics, where there are so many opportunities for failure, it really just goes to show you that art is a skill. And while some people 
are talented and can pick it up right away and have a lot of successes. Uh, you know, it just failure is just one of those things that shows you that you are learning something new and that there is opportunity for you to continue to learn something new. So in ceramics, you know, a material where there are a lot of opportunities for things to go wrong, it's kind of like um, a problem solving thing that I kind of enjoy. So even when things fail, you just learn to not get attached until things are completely done because that's the that's the only way to get around it. Just wait till it's completely done, then you can love it. That's a that's a good way to be. Just have patience. Don't be totally married to your work until it is out of the kiln, cooled. Yeah. <laughs> All fire basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. I tell that to my students in other processes. Um, don't be married to your work and encourage them to collaborate and to, to share their work with each other so that they get used to the work being out of their control or out of their hands. Um, have you ever done a collaborative work where you have to hand off your work to someone else and trust them to, to finish it or to trust them to load it in the kiln? <laughs> yeah. So um, at ETSU, you know, when you're when you're a student and you're in a learning environment, you almost collaborate every single time you take on a project because you're working with your teachers and they're guiding you through the process, um, as well as working with other students who are experiencing things for the first time. When you fire pieces in a community studio, you're always firing with other people and you're always trusting that other people have made their work properly because I'm sure a lot of people know that when you create something poorly, there's a chance it can explode in the kiln and you're always uh, hoping that the people next to you have uh, made their work properly. So yes, I've collaborated in the sense of we all work together, fire together, load the kiln together. But as far as a formal project, I've not had the chance to completely uh, collaborate and plan out something with some, another artist. Just give it time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, you've talked a little bit about process. Do you find yourself to be more of a tools and process person or a concept person in your work? I would say I'm a little bit of both. You know, sometimes I like to make stuff that looks cool. And then sometimes I like to sit down and plan out the details of my pieces. But uh, I really find that when I get hung up on the concepts, that it is nice to just work through the process, make what I make, whether it be something random or something I love. And over time, even if you look back at those things that you made just to look cool, you can see patterns and there was concept there all along. I think that, you know, as people, we put ourselves into our work, whether we intend to or not. So I, I would say I, as well as many other artists are probably a little bit of both. I think that's a great way to be. It can be easy to, to fall down the the rabbit hole of, oh, everything I make has to be really heavy conceptually, but it, it could be that, you know, you or I, we make something that is maybe not strong conceptually to us, or um, we don't have that intention going into it, but that someone else is going to read their own experiences into whatever that creation is and bring their own meaning to it. And, uh, you know, sometimes the the hands are working ahead of the the head, so I'm, I can definitely understand that uh, tendency to kind of jump into process and, 
and then the content catches up with you. So tell me a little bit about your goals or your milestones generally as, as an emerging artist, but also with your uh, creative focus here at Art Lab under the New Visions program. So my goal as an artist right now is to build my social media presence and my audience and uh, try and get more people invested in my work. I think that's the goal for many artists, <laughs> get more people to want your stuff. But um, at the museum, I am uh, working on a project called How to Bloom. It is a series of planters that is about healing, growing, and learning to love yourself. Um, in this project, I have two large planters and a small one on a pedestal slash vase sculpture. And on the pots, I have done kind of like a low relief sculpture to narrate my own story. And my favorite part the, is the pedestal, which, as I said, doubles as a vase for plant cuttings so that when people come to my show, they'll be able to take a cutting with them and begin their own journey of healing and growing and loving themselves. That totally sounds great. I cannot wait to see uh, this work completed. I really enjoyed uh, checking in with you once a week or every other week to see your progress and um, just say for our listeners, this is going to be a, a really great uh, show in Art Lab, and you're definitely going to have to come see it. This will be taking place uh, around the time that the exhibition Lift Your Spirits uh, comes up in the museum. And that is an exhibition that's focused on uh, creativity and the human spirit and nurturing creativity. So it, it'll really go well with How to Bloom, that, that you, Clive, are working on. And as a reminder, you are listening to WEHC 90.7 FM. This is Art Speaks, a program presented by the William King Museum of Art. And we're talking to Calliope Strapp, who is a participant in the New Visions Artist Residency Program at Art Lab on the William King Museum campus. So Calliope, how did you learn about the New Visions Program at Art Lab? So I first heard about the New Visions Program through a woman I took several ceramics classes with at ETSU. Her name is Nancy Fishman. And she is currently working on a community art space in downtown Johnson City in Tennessee. It's called Atelier 133, and it'll hold the Fishman Gallery, the Lazy Lady Banking Company, and several studios for various artists. And there will be a space uh, to hold classes. As we've been preparing for this space to open, Nancy told me that the William King Museum was going to be hosting ceramics classes and that they were looking for somebody to fill the position. So I instantly jumped on my email and started messaging you, Lakin, because I was very excited for this opportunity. And it's been so great to have you. Um, so what about this residency has benefited you thus far or what do you hope to gain from it uh, when you finish here? So this has been a very excellent space to work in. Um, everything seems to be brand new and, and it is just a very nice setup. Um, there are lots of other artists in the building and I'm exposed to their work and their processes, which has been really awesome. And I've really enjoyed the teaching aspect. I'm not from Abingdon, so it's been really great to get to know the community and local people who 
are artists in their own time and when want to learn. It's been it's been a really fun experience. Yeah, I, I've talked to several of your students um, from the hand building and throwing classes that you're teaching right now, and they they really just uh, sing your praises and have shared with me on several occasions um, how much they're learning and um, not only just that they're learning a lot, but that you are a really um, engaging teacher and you're a really encouraging teacher. So I just thought you should know that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so do you have a personal philosophy that you try to live by as an artist or um, that you try to um, instill uh, in your students? I always try to be very encouraging, um, create work nonstop and always be willing to try and learn new things and materials because developing your style as an artist is an accumulation of all the experiences you've had and the things you love. And so as an artist, I think it's important to create things and experience life and uh, put those experiences into your work. I totally agree. I forget the artist who says it, but basically something along the lines of tell your own story and it will be wonderful or tell your own story and you'll be successful. I've had other artists say, start with what you know or start with telling what you know. Um, so that's a great philosophy to, uh, to share with your students. And um, chatting before this, you were, you were also talking to me about just doing it or just, just jumping into to whatever work is interesting to you, which I think is also another great way to be in the studio. Yeah, sometimes I have students asking me, uh, can, can I do this? Can I do that? And I say, yeah, you're the artist. Just just try it out. Because like I said earlier, even if there are failures, there's always the opportunity to take something from that and build upon your skills and become a better artist. Absolutely. And, and just finishing a project too, it's it's so tempting. It can be easy to abandon a project um, that's not turning out right or that you lose interest in. But I, I, I tell my students, and I, I also try to take to heart, that uh, an unfinished project is a lesson unlearned. So mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds good on paper, but it doesn't always. Yeah. Work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> just do it and just finish it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So Calliope, where can our listeners find you online or in social media? Listeners can view my work at kyceramics.com or you can watch my social media content and videos on TikTok at opikanopi. That is spelled at O-P-I-K-A-N-O-P-I. Awesome. Can't wait to check it out. And uh, for listeners who don't have a TikTok, it's not just dancing. There's a lot of really cool artist content out there. So um, check, definitely check it out and uh, be sure to follow Calliope. And for those of you who are interested in Calliope's work, uh, again, this is the series How to Bloom. And it's looking at uh, the self and loving oneself. Uh, this will be taking place from March 11th through April 11th in Art Lab. That is the building adjacent to the William King Museum here in Abingdon. And uh, Calliope, so looking forward to this show. Can't wait to see your work come together and can't wait for um, 
our listeners to be able to come in and see your work and hopefully meet you. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed my experience at the William King Museum, and I look forward to the new classes coming up in a couple weeks.